everybody. Excited to be here for the next episode of the Institute of Financial Wellness Get There podcast, where we really focus on all the different things to help you live your very best life. As most of you know, the Institute of Financial Wellness is really designed to provide financial education, resources, and services to help people live their best life. Now, we focus a lot on the financial component of living your best life. But the reality is there's much more than just finances when it comes to living your best life. And we have a phenomenal speaker today that is going to talk to us about the whole self approach to living your best life. Her name is Dawn Nick, and she's the creator and founder of Whole Self Approach. She's not only the creator and founder of of this great company, she's a best-selling author. She wrote a book called Success Mastery, Mastering the Art of Self. She's a Harvard University MDC in neuroscience and pathology. She's a certified holistic nutritionist, and she's well-spoken and well-sought-after, does workshops, writes books, and, and so much more. Um, welcome, Dawn. How are you today? Great, Eric. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Dawn, why don't you start out, and, and let's just focus on you sharing with, with our audience what exactly is this whole self-approach? Well, the whole self-approach is an approach to living your life in a manner that is going to bring about the best version of yourself. It's an approach that's centered around self, And once you have the ability to fully embrace yourself, you are now able to apply these skills in other areas of your life. And that kind of helps you to create balance. And balance is, as we mentioned, you know, part of that book, Success Mastery, it's all about balance. And my understanding is you created, you know, some, a a guide and you have these, these things that you talk about called the three C's as well as the six steps towards a road to joy. And, And this is what you do workshops uh, monthly that are sold out, you know, before they even go live. But I want you to tell us about the first of these three C's, because the whole idea is to achieve balance in these three C's. But tell us a little bit about the first one, consciousness. Okay. So the three C's are consciousness, constitution, and character, right? So these three C's make up like the wheelhouse of your life. Consciousness basically is your awareness, your mind. Um, what are you going to do with it? Are you aware of your surroundings, of yourself, of others? And how are your thoughts affecting you? So it's really being aware of where you are at the points in your life. So it's sort of like, you know, taking an inventory of where you are. Because we're always, you know, a lot of us, unfortunately, we're focused on where we've been. We worry about the future. But the first part of, of of these three C's is this consciousness to take um, an inventory of where you are. Does that make sense? Is that, is that, is that, am I understanding that properly? You are. And part of this consciousness also includes finances, right? Wow. So your financial well-being is part of the consciousness state of the wheelhouse. Your education, your career, um, your thinking patterns, they all make up consciousness, which we strive to have balance with consciousness, constitution, and character. The next C is constitution, which makes up your body. Right? So how is your physical health? Things that you think about. Um, are you treating your body right? Are you getting enough exercise? Um, are you getting enough sleep? Constitution also includes nutrition, exercise, and health, the physical parts of the body. Then you, then you go into character. 
So basically characters about your social life, your relationships, your passion, creativity, spirituality. Do you have balance in those areas? Are you being kind to yourself? Do you like who you are? Are you honest? Do you follow your passion? Are you living your truth? These things make up your character, basically your spirit. So you kind of want to have a balance of your mind, body, and spirit. Consciousness equaling your mind, constitution, your body, character, your spirit. Outstanding. So it's really like like you said, Dawn, it's, it's all about just achieving balance in, in, in all three of these areas, which make up pretty much our, our entire self. And, and one component, you know, I think the Institute of Financial Wellness is, is very, very good at uh, giving people great resources, great education on finances. But we really felt it was, it was really important for providing our audience members a lot more than just financial wellness because, look, we want people to live their best life. And in order to do that, we've got to bring in people like you that, that as you mentioned, have that whole self-approach to things. So I know you do this in, in a, in a six-week workshop, Dawn, uh, these six steps towards your road to joy. And, and we're going to let everybody know how they can sign up for one of your workshops because I think it's really important to delve deep into these things. But let's give everybody an overview of, of these six steps uh, toward a road to joy. And my, my understanding is that the first step is what you call identifying. Correct. Tell us, tell us more about that. Okay, so basically identifying means identify where the problem lies. So let's take your wheelhouse, for example, and we take an inventory of where we are. So, for example, your physical well-being. You may be an 8 out of 10. You're in good shape. You treat your body great. But your finances may be a 3 or a 2 because you really don't know how to handle your finance as well. That, that's an imbalance of our wheelhouse. So we would take a look at where you fall and start identifying where it is that we need to kind of bring up your number from a 2 to maybe a 6 or a seven, to more have like a balance around the wheel. So it's identifying the issues, basically. T tell me more. Can you, uh, can you tell me more about the, the wheelhouse? You, you mentioned that there's finances um, that are a certain part of it. T tell us right. all the, all so the, the components of that wheelhouse. Okay. Would be nutrition, finance, positive thinking, education, career, spirituality, passion, creativity, social life, health, and exercise. It's like a pizza pie, uh -huh. right? Got so it. these are different slices of your wheelhouse. And each of these components make up the different parts of consciousness, constitution, and character. Awesome. So you strive to have balance in these areas. Gotcha. All right. That's, that's, that, that really makes a lot of sense. And again, finance is one, one component of that, but there's so much more. You know, like you said, you don't want to be a multi-gazillionaire, but your family life is completely off balance and you neglect your health. Uh, we do see people like that out there. So that's why at the Institute of Financial Wellness, we, we really want people to take a whole self approach to living their best life. Um, so we, we talked about identifying. Um, step number two is acceptance. So, um, you know, what, what is that all about? Well, it's, okay. Acceptance is twofold. So there is acceptance of self, and then you have to have acceptance of others. So when we look at things in the wheelhouse, first you want to look at yourself, right? Because it's all about self-awareness. Mm -hmm. So we look at what the problem is. We identify what the problem is. Then we're going to have to learn how to accept where we are mm -hmm. at that point in time. A lot of people make a mistake of living in the past, mm -hmm. um, dredging things up. Let's say you've had issues with your finances in the past. 
your mindset really could be in that position of the past. So you can't get past what has happened to make your future a little brighter. Mm -hmm. So if we take what happened, we accept exactly where we are at this point and be okay with it, then now you can make steps towards changing it. So unless you actually have acceptance, you're not going to be able to make change. So the bottom line is if somebody's in complete denial, not recognizing that their finances are uh, a mess, blaming others, those kinds of things, um, does that kind of where where it fits in? Absolutely. I mean, listen, if you really think about it, all of our experiences in life like leads you up to the point of where you are right this minute, right? Mm -hmm. So when you have acceptance, you're actually on the right path to freedom from whatever that can find you, mm-hmm. right? So if you're like imprisoned in your thoughts and your behaviors because you've had a financial mess in your life, right? People who've had bankruptcies and all this stuff, and they have these limited beliefs that they can't possibly think that they can have a better future. If you don't accept that that's what has happened, then you're never gonna be able to make steps towards changing that mm-hmm. and living a better life. You know, like our goal, as well as yours, is to really have a better version of ourselves every day, right? To live the best life that we can. And obviously finances play a huge role in that. Right. But there's a lot more and and that's why we're here and that's why you're one of our great resource partners, Dawn. Um, We love having you as as part of our thought leadership team, just by the way. Um, So number three, uh, this is one that I've I've seen uh, a lot of people struggle with and it's like resentment. Um, Tell us about that. Okay. Resentment is a result of not expressing how we feel um, when we are wronged, right? Um, We experience resentment when we have expectations of ourselves and of others. When people don't meet your expectations, we automatically have resentment. We can resent people, places, things. We can resent money, Mm -hmm. right? If you really think about it, we could resent the institution of money, the banks, Um, a lot of stuff, not that I want to keep going back to it, but really a lot of stuff happens because we're not able to focus on the real problem. Mm -hmm. And we're used to blaming everybody else Mm -hmm. for our failures. And then that's why you have that resentment towards others. Um, It's really actually very Mm deep-rooted. Money happens to be one of them, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. And uh, I guess in order to, to overcome this, this resentment, that's where step number four comes in, right? Um, that's where we talk about uh, forgiveness. And, and I've, I've seen you know, different books on forgiveness. I know forgiveness is, and you're going to tell us all about it, but it's not necessarily about getting somebody to forgive, you know, say they're sorry. That's not what forgiveness is all about. No. Forgiveness is all about within you. Well, forgiveness is, is very selfish, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It's all about us so that we can move forward. Forgiveness does not make it okay for others to treat you, I guess, to mistreat you. Mm-hmm. But what it does is it allows you to um, cut the ties to the emotion of that person, mm-hmm. right? We forgive for us so that we can move forward regardless of what other people did. If you don't forgive, then the person that wronged you or we have resentment towards will always have that power over you, mm-hmm. right? So it's not about them. It's always about us. Just like when you say sorry, mm-hmm. it's really 
quite selfish, <laughs> right? You say sorry so you can move forward, right. right? If somebody doesn't accept your apology, they don't accept your apology. But you can move forward because you kind of want to right your wrong. Gotcha. All right. And then um, after, after we get over the resentment, right, and then we, we have this moment of forgiveness, um, our next step is, is change, right? Um, tell us about change. I think change is the biggest step of all this. Um, it's because people fear change. Uh, right? That is like, I got to tell you, I mean, being in business for a long time, Dawn, I've seen so many people that are afraid of change, like literally little things, like just changing your CRM system, right? Your, your client relationship management tool. There's so much fear of change. But again, I'm sorry. I, no, I, no, it's, but it's true. Like change is extremely hard. And if you can look at all the steps, like if you don't have acceptance, mm -hmm. right? If you don't let go of your resentment, if you don't forgive, you can't possibly make steps towards changing. Like this, these six steps are really methodical. Mm -hmm. Change happens when you have self-awareness. Change happens when you let go of fear. Um, change happens when we change our mindset, right? Mm -hmm. So like the way we think. So our thought becomes our belief and our belief becomes our reality, right? So basically if you don't change the way you're thinking, then you're never going to change your current situation of where you're at. And you can kind of tie that back into money, yeah. right? So if you're not where you want to be, you don't change how you're thinking about money, you don't change your relationship with money, then you're not going to get to the goals that you really want. Because at the bottom of all that, the root of all that is fear. It's fear of changing, fear of not knowing where you're going to be. So. Um, and then the, the final, the final, final stage here of, of this this road towards joy. And, and I got to say that I love the idea of joy because joy is, is like it's a state of being. It's a state of being happy no matter what your circumstances. I love right. that. We've talked about that. But I think part of achieving um, that, that state of joy is that le the last step that you talk about, which is gratitude. And, and, and tell us about gratitude. How do people use gratitude to achieve joy? Well, gratitude is everything. Right? Gratitude is our mindset. Gratitude means that you're basically okay with whatever that's going on. You look for things to be thankful for, right? When you have gratitude, your entire mindset shifts. Um, there's like reciprocity in gratitude. You know what that means? No, I don't um, actually. Like you feel good when you're appreciative. Mm -hmm. Right. And the people that you are thanking feels good. It's like there's a reciprocal relationship between people when you have gratitude towards them. If you go through the entire process and you actually work through every step at the end, you should be able to pay this forward. Mm -hmm. Like I always say, I'm going to go back to finances for a minute. Sure. We so, like that. We like when you go back to finances. So in other words, growing up. So I'll give you a personal relationship, my personal relationship with money. So growing up, you're in a household, you see people, you know, I grew up in a household where, you know, my parents did well. But then you see changes all the time, like lots of money, no money, lots of money, no money. And as a child, that's where your relationship with money begins, right? As a kid. Now you look at things growing up and you say to yourself, how do I want to be? Like, how do I want my future to be? So basically, I got great advice from one of the um, 
I think it was from high school. Okay. <laughs> okay, Harvey Brown, remember the yes, um, yes, business yes. partner? He said to me something about investing your money one day. And that kind of stuck with me. Mm-hmm. I got a financial advisor as soon as I actually started working. Mm-hmm. I became one. And now I'm able to pass that on. Mm-hmm. Like in other words, like it's like the gratitude kind of shifts forward. And you're able to help others. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So like I think having gratitude changes like your entire mindset of where you're at. So, you know, it's like these these three C's, which is, is all about balance. You've got these six steps towards your road to joy. And, you know, it's one thing. This is just a, you know, it's kind of a question that I have is when you, there's two sides to things. There's like, you know, let's say there's part where you really feel and own something. And, and then there's a part where you just learn about it and you, you, you know it logically, but you don't really execute it. You don't own it. You don't implement it. What's the, what's the secret to that? What's the secret towards, you know, reading something in a book and then implementing it? Like right now we're talking about these six steps. We're talking about these three things, but but how do you actually go through it and really, really own it where you are truly living your best life? You truly are um, living a life of joy. That all comes down to your drive. Um, I hate to put it in this in these terms, but almost like, you know, when people hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. right? They have no other choice but to make a change. Sometimes people have to hit like that financial rock bottom to know that this is not where they want to be and they need to make a change. Um, You have to put your thoughts into action. Everyone could have a million great ideas and you could be the best, but you're really not until you actually put your thoughts into action. You have to take steps towards it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all about action, really, right? Action and execution. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 true. So, you know, one of the things that's great, and I think, you know, if people want to take their their next step toward achieving these six steps toward joy, I know you have a a workshop uh, every single month, right? I yeah. And, and tell us a little bit about this workshop, how it incorporates these these six weeks, these six, these six steps toward uh, towards joy. Tell us. Tell us a little bit about this workshop and what what people might be able to get out of it. Okay. So basically, I mean, we just gave you a quick overview, but it's a six-week lengthy workshop. And basically what it is is each week I, you know, go through different steps, like the first six steps that we just talked about. Um, It's really all about self-awareness, right? So you're going to ask yourself all these questions that might be really hard. Um, What your relationship is with yourself you know, how, how you look at yourself, um, what changes that you want to make, what part you actually took in um, each step of the way. Like, you know, in other words, like, I wanted to go over this, like when we talked about resentment, right? And we talk about how we're so like resentful of things, people, but we play a part in that too. Mm-hmm. So you can't really make changes to anything that goes on unless you can actually identify how you played a role in something. Um, so like each week we go through different steps. Um, you ask yourself some tough questions and then I give you tools on how to, um, I guess, how to resolve some of these issues that you're having. So it's like self-awareness. Like if you ask somebody to look in a mirror, that's the first thing that I do is I actually give everybody like a mirror Uh in the in-person workshop. And I say to yourself, okay, take a look in a mirror and tell me three things that you see most of the time. What? 
Okay, so tell me three things that you see when you look in the mirror. You're gonna put me on the spot I am, here, right? I am. Well, um, I have to say, right now, I, I I look in the mirror, and generally speaking, I'm proud to say that I like what I see. I see a really caring human being. Um, I see a good-looking human being, and I see somebody that um, really loves to help other people. That's who I am. Okay, what do you think most people see when they look in the mirror? Um, I don't know. Um, you think that they see their, their shortcomings? I mean, no, most people, oh, maybe most people, when they look in the mirror, it's 90% physical, Ah, right? It's never about like, what you just gave me is such a healthy outlook. Ah. Right, because you don't you you go past well you're good looking comments okay <laughs> but you go past like what you physically look like into who you are mm. on the inside right most people don't do that and that's where a lot of the issues lie really right because you're looking at very very superficial things so that's one of the first things that we do in the workshop is to take a good look at yourself right. at the end of this workshop if I did the same exercise nine out of ten times it's about the inner person. Oh, like that, beauty shines from the inside out. Absolutely. I really do believe that. So, um, you know, let's end off on a, a real high note. What I want you to do, and I'm going to put you on the spot now. Tell us a story about somebody that went through your workshop and one of the real, you know, kind of highlights, like a before and after, if you will. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. So I have this one woman who came to my workshop who really was just um, extremely overweight, mm -hmm. down on everything, right? Her relationship with suffering, her relationship with self, her relationship with food, her relationship with money, mm -hmm. right? Every area of her life is suffering. And you could see because she was wearing it on the outside of her body. Mm -hmm. And everything had to do with everything superficial, extremely unsatisfied. No matter what, she couldn't be happy. And I just want to say this so people understand the difference between happiness and joy, right? Happiness is very extrinsic. It are thing, it's things on the outside that bring temporary happiness for the moment. You know, like going shopping and getting a new bag, buying a new car, going out to dinner, having um, a conversation with a friend. It makes you happy temporarily. But when you leave all that, at the end of the day, you're kind of sitting with yourself. Mm -hmm. The whole point of the workshop is to bring you to a place of joy where despite your circumstances, um, despite where you're at financially, despite where you're you know, you're at physically, like you can find some sort of peace, mm -hmm. right? And some joy. And the only way you're gonna get there is really to work on yourself. So going through the workshop, she really had to sit there and, and do a lot of self-reflection. Identify what's going on in your life. Like a lot of times our relationships with people, money, friends, whatever suffer because we really we don't have self-love, mm -hmm. you know? And when you don't have self-love, everything suffers. So it's it's getting to a place of accepting yourself, loving yourself for exactly who you are, um, and working on yourself to become a better version of yourself so that you're able to have relationship, relationships with others. You can't have one with someone else if you don't have one with yourself. Absolutely. So what? tell me, tell me about the finishing line of this after this person. Okay. So after this person left my workshop, she went on to go get some, you know, some therapy, mm -hmm. wound up losing a lot of weight. And that was a symptom. 
of becoming mentally healthy mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and being okay and really working on the different steps and finding ways to have joy in her life mm-hmm. despite everything that was going on, you know, myself included. Mm-hmm. I've done the work. I would not be able to sit here and just talk based on education. Right. I'm talking based on life experience, yeah. you know, and I've worked the work and I know what works. And, you know, like today I'm a better person for it. Absolutely. Well, it has absolutely been a quote unquote joy having you here, Dawn Nick. Um, by the way, everybody, I've known Dawn since <laughs> high school and, um, you know, we reconnected recently and it's really exciting to have her on our uh, thought leadership team. And, and if those of you that would like uh, to learn more about this, you can go to the-ifw.com, our website, and there's a resource partner section where Dawn is one of our resource partners. And if you click um, on her name, you will be brought to uh, being able to register for this workshop. So if you don't get into the workshop right away. There'll be a, a, another workshop the following month. So at some point, you'll be able to, to achieve it. And, and from the Institute of Financial Wellness, um, we want you all to live your very best life.